Life Audio. Hey listeners, Bonnie is taking a short break for the next few weeks. And while she's gone, we thought we would share with you a few other shows from the Life Audio Network. This week, we want to introduce you to Christian Parent Crazy World, hosted by the incredible Catherine Sakers. Christian Parent Crazy World is an award-winning podcast all about how to be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Catherine is a gifted apologist for the faith, and as far as I can tell, her podcast is one of the only ones out there specifically addressing parents' most common questions and fears about raising their kids in a cultural climate that seems wildly incompatible with the teachings of Christ. So with all that said, we're sharing Catherine's first episode with you today. Why are so many kids leaving the faith? If you like what you hear, go ahead and find her show in your favorite podcast app. Just search for Christian Parent Crazy World. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Christian Parent Crazy World with Catherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you raise godly kids in an ungodly world. I'm your host, Katherine Seegers, and this debut episode tackles a biggie. Why are so many kids falling away from the faith when they leave the nest? We certainly see this trend statistically, and we may see it with our friends and perhaps even in our own families. Children are raised in the church in Christian homes, but then they fall away from the faith when they strike out on their own. Why is that? Well, We'll jump into that topic in just a minute, but first, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Katherine Seegers, your host. A little bit about me since this is our debut podcast. I am a staff writer for Crosswalk, and I believe I've also written materials for Christian headlines and Bible study tools. I have a website devoted to family, faith, and culture. You can check that out over at KatherineSeegers.com. Hope you will. And I have been married to my best friend. Brian for 25 years. We have five amazing kiddos ages 15 to 3. Before having kids, I earned a bachelor's degree in communications, a master's degree in performing arts, and I spent a dozen years on the stage doing everything from Shakespeare to musicals to comedy improv. And I almost, I almost didn't have kids. I was very influenced by our culture's views on the family, and I almost missed the greatest journey of my life. I will talk to you more about that in future episodes. Reader's Digest version, I left my life on the stage to be a mom. And I tell you, it, it was tough. I, I really missed being on the stage, something fierce. But I don't regret it. Not even for a second, because nothing, nothing in this crazy world is more important or rewarding than raising godly children. So let's get to it.
You know, we love our kids more than life. And sometimes we <laughs> we even like them. And we spend a lot of time with these little ones here on earth. And, and my husband and I, and I suspect you as well, uh, would like to spend eternity with these kids that we've created. Honestly, you know, nothing in all of life is more important than that. We don't want them to leave the faith after they leave the nest. And that is what this episode is about. It's about this disturbing trend we see in the Christian faith. Kids graduate and go to college and something happens to their faith. And really, that is what this whole podcast is about. Every episode we're going to do. We are Christian parents raising kids in a, in a crazy world, a world that wants to steal our children's faith. This whole podcast, not just this episode, is about what we can do to thwart the enemy's plans to steal our children's faith. That is it. In a nutshell, every episode will pose a critical question that affects our parenting because we want our kids to stick with the faith when they leave the nest. And as parents, we want to know that we did everything that we could possibly do to prepare our kids for the world that they're one day going to live in without us. You know, I think falling away is probably the greatest fear that my friends have in raising their kids. And we can't fix a problem unless we know exactly what it is and why it exists. So for the remainder of this episode, we're going to talk about two what's and a why. Actually, it's going to be a what then a why, then another what. The first what is what do the statistics say is happening to Christian youth? The term they've used for this falling away is is called the youth exodus. So we're going to look at the statistics on what is happening, what you probably see going on around you as well. And then we're going to ask the question, why is that happening? Why are they leaving the church? There's statistics on that as well. And then finally, we're going to ask, what exactly do they believe? Why is it so easy for them to fall away? Okay, so let's get started. What do the statistics tell us? Well, there's a a new LifeWay research survey that came out. uh, It was in January of 2019. And it says that two-thirds, two-thirds of young people say they stopped regularly attending church for at least a year between the ages of 18 and 22. <laughs> I, I've got like five kids, so that's, what, three out of five? Maybe three and a half, something like that? Might have to round up to four. I don't know. That is a lot of kids leaving the church right after they get out of the nest. There's this new book that you might want to get your hands on if these topics are interesting to you, and I'm guessing they are because you're here, right? Um, it's called Mama Bear Apologetics. It's by Hillary Morgan Ferrer, and it's about uh, challenging your kids to confront cultural lives. And she has some of these statistics in there that I want to go over with you a couple. Uh, she says um, that most studies indicate that between 45 and 48% of youth leave the church after their freshman year in college. Freshman year in college, okay? That's uh, that's telling. And they never return. Dum, dum, dum. I mean, like, that just like it's got to 
ominous tone to it. They never return. That is so shocking. And she also says that frequent attendance in church drops from 44% in high school to 25% in college. One out of four kids in college going to church. There's another book. Uh, it's called You Lost You Lost Me. Actually, it's just just the one. You lost me. It's just you lost me. It's not you lost. You lost me. That would be a that would be a weird title, wouldn't it? Kind of redundant. Unless you lost me twice, then I guess that would work. I couldn't figure out where I was on the page. I got lost in my nose. Anyway, so the subtitle is Why Young Christians Are Leaving the Church. It's it's by David Kinneman. He found that after the age of 15, almost 60% of Christians had disconnected from their church. Oh, goodness. Uh, Back in 2007, the Assemblies of God had a study that said that at least half and possibly over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from the Christian faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. Yes, that is a place where a lot of this falling away is occurring. The massive youth exodus, they're encountering ideas in college and their faith is not sufficient to withstand those challenges. Uh, The Southern Baptist Convention, they have data out. Now, this is almost two decades old, but I don't know that it's gotten any better. Um, Their data indicated that they are currently losing 70 to 88 percent of their youth after their freshman year in college, 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 college. We keep hearing that. So those are the statistics. And I don't have to tell you that they are not encouraging. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure we all have. You know, you've got friends who are probably going through this, or you may have older kids and you're going through this. But we must face reality if we want to counteract it. I don't think that hiding our heads in the sand is going to do us or our kids any favors. Clearly, the church as a whole and us as parents need to do a better job and training our kids to carry on in the faith and training them to understand what we believe and why we believe it. So hopefully they will make the choice to believe it themselves. So let's go on to our second question. Why are they leaving? Well, I got a couple articles that uh, give some enlightening information telling us why. A USA Today article recently said that nearly all, 96%, of the youth that are leaving cited life changes. They they moved away to college and they just had other things come up and I'm sure new ideas coming their way. Uh, 73% said church or pastor related reasons. That meant that uh, they also added that uh, the church members seemed judgmental or hypocritical. Uh, 63% said student or youth ministry reasons. They never really connected That's so sad to not find a connection when you go to church. 70% named religious or ethical or political beliefs. They disagreed with the church's stance on political or social issues. I think that we need to do a better job of explaining the church's position on political and social issues. And you know what? We're going to do that in future episodes. Uh, 22% said that they were only attending to please someone else. Oh, you know, that is actually our very next episode. We're going to talk about helping our kids to have a personal faith by teaching them how to contend for their faith or wrestle with their faith. 
Uh, FYI, I know in this episode, I'm giving you the bad news so that then in future episodes, we can figure out how to fix this. But you know, we got to understand the diagnosis if we're going to find a remedy. So let's keep plugging away here. There was another Christianity Today article had pretty much uh, the same findings as the USA Today article. Uh, one of the top reasons they moved away to college, uh, these life changes, church members seem judgmental or hypocritical. I didn't feel connected to my church. I disagreed with the church's stance on political and social issues. My work responsibilities prevented me from attending. So those were five of the top reasons in the Christianity Today article that were listed for why our youth are leaving the church. Uh, there's another book that I found that I think is really fascinating. This one's called Why Christian Kids Leave the Faith. It's a bit older. Uh, it's over two decades old, but uh, this is by Tom Bassett, and his findings I think are really enlightening and applicable to us still today. Uh, he has four reasons that he lists. One, they left because they had troubling, unanswered questions about the faith. <laughs> you know, we are going to answer some of those questions in future episodes of this podcast. Uh, number two, they left because their faith was just not working for them. And number three, they left because they allowed other things to take priority. And four, they left because they never personally owned their faith. Again, my very next podcast, we're going to talk about that, how to help our kids own their faith. So we see that these reasons for leaving are quite consistent. Finally, what exactly do today's teens believe that makes it so easy for them to leave the faith? To answer this question, I, I want to revisit Hillary Ferrer's book, The Mama Bear Apologetic. She has a fascinating list of what our Christian youth believe today. And pardon me, i got to put on my glasses. You know, I used to have perfect eyesight. Like, you know, I had this Bible with the tiniest print imaginable. People used to just make fun of me. Like, how can you read that? And I, I, I don't know what happened. Actually, actually, that's not true. I do know what happened. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Forty happened. That's that's what happened. And I am sorry to give you so much bad news today, but as long as I'm giving you bad news, I might as well give you all of the bad news. 40 happens, okay? And um, when 40 happens, you can't read the Bible with the tiny print anymore. And now, oh, okay. I got my daughter's glasses. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. But here, here's the thing. I have, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I have like 50 pairs of glasses because I am very cheap and I buy them at the dollar store. And my daughter has one pair of glasses. I'm not kidding, like one. And somehow I managed to pick the one pair of glasses in the entire house that isn't mine. I, I, I have no idea how I do that. It's, it's a gift. It's a gift. I don't know if I can read with these, but I'm going to try. Okay, we'll get through this. Page 29. And let's see here. This is what our youth believe today. 41% were uncertain whether Jesus was physically resurrected. I don't know what they thought was going on at the end of the Gospels when Jesus appeared to all of the disciples and hundreds of other people. I, I don't know, maybe a hologram or an Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. I, I have no idea, but I, I, they they don't believe that. Okay. 63% didn't believe Jesus to be the son of the one true God. 
like he claimed to be. Uh, 44% believe the Bible to be just one of many authoritative voices about Jesus. I don't know what other authoritative voices they're referring to. I mean, it's like the quintessential book written about him. It's got his his own words all through it, but they, they didn't believe that. It, they just thought it was one of many authoritative sources on Jesus. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, 33% believe that Jesus is not the only way to heaven. Only 5% studied the Bible daily. That was down from 8% in 1991. It's always apparently been quite low. Uh, a growing majority believe that the Holy Spirit is is only a symbol of God's presence or power rather than a person of the Trinity. Uh, 60% are uncertain, unsettled, or confused about whether the Bible can be trusted. <sighs> I'll be doing a podcast on that. And 70% express consistent measurable doubts that what the Bible says about Jesus is true. Oh, boy, we got a lot of work to do, folks. Mamas and dads, we got a lot of work to do. I'm so glad you're here with me because we are going to tackle some of these in future episodes. That is quite a list. It's not really hard to see how our youth are falling away from a faith that doesn't really believe anything or stand for anything. These kids don't have solid, foundational, biblical beliefs. What they believe is murky and heavily influenced by our culture. We have got to do a better job of teaching our kids the essentials of the Christian faith, not to indoctrinate them, by the way. We don't teach our kids what to think. We don't want to hand our kids some prepackaged faith and just say, here you go. Believe this kid or or else you're going to hell. No, we don't want to teach them what to think. That is what cults do. And that is what our culture does. Rather, we want to teach our kids how to think, how to reason, how to to discern, because ultimately, we're going to only be there as a guiding force in their lives for like, what, 18 years? Maybe like, I don't know, 20, 22, you know, okay, sometimes they stick around the nest a bit longer. And after that, once they're gone, it's by invitation only. Moms and dads, that's it. We only get to really speak when they invite us to. So we've got to show them how to do this faith thing on their own. We need to transfer the weight of it, the import of it, the the need of it. Not, again, teaching them what to think. Of course, we're teaching them the foundational truths of Scripture. But ultimately, they are going to have to wrestle with it themselves and learn how to discern what is true, how to think through it and accept it as their own. And that is exactly what we're going to do in the next episode where we're going to train our kids how to contend for their faith and the hopes that they will not become a statistical anomaly. In fact, every episode is going to be aimed at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, please tell a friend and share it on social media. And be sure to check out my website, which is katherinesegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there for you that will help you on your parenting journey. 
I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement for you, and I suspect you need it worse than ever after this one. But I want you to know, God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. To hear more from Catherine Seegers, visit her site, katherineseegers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a rating and review in your podcast app? It really does help us connect to more listeners like you. A special thanks to Kelly Gibbons, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase in 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories. And our destination, dreams. With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.